This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. On the topic I titled, You're Never Alone. Tell somebody, I am not alone. How do you know that? How do you know you're not alone? Because he said so. Hallelujah. He's a faithful God. He has never failed in his words. For over 2,000 years, his word has remained constant and stable. So if there is no other thing that assures me that I'm not alone, because his word says so. Hallelujah. In John chapter 14, we start with that one. John chapter 14 and verse 18. John 14, 18. Are you there? It says, I will not. Somebody said, I will not. What will he not do? He said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. I will not leave you comfortless. What does it mean to be comfortable? Hallelujah. What does it mean to be comfortable? If God says, I'm not going to leave you comfortless, does he mean that you will have, you know, cars, houses? It could mean that. But beyond that, it means that whatever it is to keep you victorious, I will do it. Praise the Lord. Whatever it is to keep you victorious. He said, I will not leave you comfortless. In other words, when you pass pains, through pains, I will be there to encourage you. God does not promise us. Papa used to say that. A sweet life. Painless life. No, he didn't promise that. But he promised that he will not leave us what? Comfortless. That means even in that pain, you will have comfort. There will be somebody that will encourage you. You will never be alone. In an overwhelming situation, he says, I will be there for you. So I don't know what you're passing through now. How overwhelming it is. But I can assure you that it will not take time. In due season, Jehovah will show up. Hallelujah. In due season, Jehovah will show up. That's his promise. That's why the Bible says even if it tarries, it will not delay. 
So it may look as if it is getting too long by your standard, by your time. But God knows the right time. The Bible says in his time. What does he do? He makes all things, not some things, all things beautiful. It's not just a God that gets involved in a situation and leaves it anyhow. Hallelujah. He doesn't get involved and just leave it anyhow. He will make sure that every detail is taken care of. When God wants to do a miracle, he does it to full. So, once he steps into your life, you will know. You will know. You will know that God has entered this matter. Is it possible for somebody to owe a landlord for a year complete entering the second year and the landlord has not done anything in this Lagos? Do you think it's possible? Especially a landlord from Ijebu? No, is it possible? But I have had that testimony, which I know. A whole year was gone, the second year, and he has not paid landlords, and there's no quick notice. You see, God cannot leave you like that. You always know that God's hand is involved in this matter. Praise the Lord. He will not leave you. Hallelujah. He says also in Hebrew 13, 5. In Hebrew 13, 5. It's, it's, there are so many assurances. And the Bible says, at the, at the mouth of two or three witnesses, what happens? Every word is established. Every matter, every case. He said, let your conversation be without conversiousness and be content with such things as you have. For he hath said... I will not leave thee, nor forsake you. Who said so? God has said, I will not leave you. So stop worrying. Stop trying to make it up for yourself. Stop trying to patch it up. You know, trying to, you know, make cut corners. Try to maneuver, cheat people to get what you are looking for. God said, I will not leave you not forsake you. Even if it takes the last minutes, I will show up for you. So why are you afraid? Why are you flirting? Why are you, why are you trying to, you know, manipulate it yourself? Anytime we get involved in manipulating situations, what happens? It becomes worse. When you want to help God, that's why certain things get too, too bad. Because you try to, you know, let me just... And he's watching you. He will not get involved as long as you're involved. He said, calm down. I will take over for you. I, I mean, two, two pilots cannot drive a car. They may drive a plane. But even in that one, there's one in charge. That everybody pays attention to. But there's no two drivers that can control the styling. One must be calm. The other one driving. And God doesn't want to be in a car as a passenger. Hallelujah. God doesn't enter a car and become a passenger. He's either he's the one driving or he's not involved in the car. So which one would you rather? That he is the driver of that vehicle that you're traveling. Or you drive yourself and God is not involved in it. He said, I will not leave you nor forsake you. 
But the problem is that many of us don't have time to know all he has said. Hallelujah. You have not made our time to research, to find out what he's spoken concerning situations. What did he say about this issue? What has he said concerning your life? You don't have time. You don't listen to him. You don't pay attention to the spirit. So you don't even know what he has promised you. Just like this, uh, the servant of uh, Elisha. When they came, the soldiers came to arrest them. Because he didn't know. He was not aware that God has said, I will not leave you nor forsake you. He was, or maybe he had it, but he didn't, he didn't really believe it. He has, I'm sure he has read Psalm, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, but he didn't believe it. He leads me beside still waters. But he didn't believe it. So when the, the, you know, there was an attack, instead of calling upon Jehovah, he said, alas, my master. He depended on his master. Thank God for him, the master was around. If, it, if they have come when the master is not there, the day the demons will appear and you are, there is no network on your phone, that's when you will know that it is important that you prepare yourself. Or you call pastor, he switched off. You call pastor van out of reach. Mama's phone is not going. You will sit up. Hallelujah. And he said, alas, my master, we're in trouble. He said, what type of trouble are you? And he said, look at them. And he said, no, there are much more people with us. The question is, is it that time that Elisha said it, that the angel, these chariots appear? No, they have always been there 24-7. Hallelujah. In other words, as you are seated here, there are chariots everywhere. I don't know if you understand that. That as you are sitting, there are chariots. If, you, if, you, if God opens your eyes, you'll be afraid of, of the number of chariots sitting. Because I came with my region. Papa came with his. Mama with his. Pastor Bosse, Dickness. There, there are so many of them. Or each one of them interested. You know, when you go to an occasion that you have great men there, each one with their bodyguard, the ADC. Everybody, I mean, it depends on the ranks that will determine which ADC will enter the place. So there are regions everywhere here. But your eyes are not open to it. Your heart is not open. You don't believe the word. That's why you don't believe it. Even if you don't believe there are regions. How about he said goodness and mercy shall follow. You say it almost every day. Hallelujah. You say it every day. That goodness and mercy. That angel goodness and angel mercy will follow you all the days of your life. But yet you still think you are alone. So where is angel goodness and mercy? That you proclaim every day. You just say it. Goodness and message shall follow me all the days of my life. Or you don't think they are angels? You don't know they are angels? You don't know they are heavenly you know, messengers sent to you personally, special assistance. Apart from securities that you have, you have special assistance. 
one by your right another by your left goodness and mercy they follow you they are not involved in other you know you know security works there are regions of chariots that are standing always for you that's who you are hallelujah so when somebody threatens you smile and laugh the following day like my wife used to do there's one troublesome lady that you know has a shop by her every time he wants to you know it's threatening everybody anytime she comes with it, the following morning you call her chica good morning <laughs> you know when somebody if you have a quarrel with somebody the next thing is that they don't expect you to greet the following but you call chica good morning you will say why are you greeting <laughs> She said that one day she greeted her answer before he found out that it was her. <laughs> That's how to follow such people. Hallelujah. The best way to contend with your adversary is to heap up on them love. Greet them. Express glad, you know, gratitude. How are you today? Good morning. They will be ashamed. You know why you are doing that? Because you know that your defense is not in them. Somebody say, I will go to Ijebu for you. You say, do, I, do you need transport? Can I pay your transport? Because I know you will not reach. If you reach, you won't come back. Hallelujah. Um, is, am I just saying that? No, it's because I know. How do I know? Because the word says so. The Bible said the cost costless shall not do what? Shall not come. So when they try, what happens? They can't succeed. You're taking a future journey. You will not get there. Even if you get there, you can't come back. But you must be bold about it. You must be sure you know what you're saying. You must be confident when you're saying it. He's your father. He's my father. He rules the affairs of men. I don't know how you feel if you are related to any of the governors or the president. You probably will not allow us to rest. If the IG of police was your uncle, you probably will be making trouble for yourself and for him. That's physical things. How much more Jehovah God? Do you think when Jesus went to scatter the temple, he was doing that alone? He was sure of the, you know, the, the comfort that was with him, the, the bodyguards, not the 12 disciples. He was scattering it. And he, I mean, they could have attacked him. But it's like he said, he told them later, he said, I came in the temple with you. You didn't do anything. But it's your time. I've surrendered to you. Beloved, there are angels, there are regions. Whether you see them or you don't, they are always with you. Waiting for your command. The Bible says, are they not ministering spirit that are sent forth to minister to them that are heirs of salvation? They are sent forth to minister to you. What does it mean to minister? A waiter in the, in the I mean, have you gone to a restaurant? Special restaurant, not this 10 naira own. There, are, there is always a waiter by your side. Waiting for your orders. Waiting if there's any need, anything you want. God said the angels are special ministers, restaurant attendants that are sent to minister to you. 
every time you call upon them, you beckon for them, they come and they respond. You are not alone. Say, I am not alone. Say, I am not alone. If God said, I will not leave you nor forsake you, he means it. He cannot eat his words. The Bible says, heaven and earth will pass away rather than my word and drop and fulfilled. So if he says it with me, I'm sure he is. Why are you afraid? Stop flirting. He says, he said, you're bundling over what you will drink and what you will eat and what you will wear. He said, even the breasts of the air, don't do that. They don't labor, they don't do anything and God takes care of them. He said, how much value are they? So we say one is, two is safe for how much? I'm, and you. Your father will take care of you. Hallelujah. I say your father will take care of you. Isaiah 41, quickly. Isaiah 41, verse 10. 41, 10. He said, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. It's, I mean, how many times do you need him to say it before you believe him? Hello? How many times do you need him to say it before you believe him? Fear thou not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. That means even when you stumble, I will pick you up and keep you strong. I will uphold you with my right hand of righteousness. That in your weakness, I will become your strength. In your despair, I will give you courage. Fear not. The only thing I ask of you is to be what? Fear not. Because the only way you open the door to the devil is by fear. He doesn't pass through the doors of faith. He cannot pass there. There are barbed wires, electrical circuits that are there. They can't go through it. They look for you to open the other door. The door that is not guarded. The back door, which is the door of fear. But he said, fear not. Don't open that door for him. Hallelujah. As long as that door is shut and faith door is open, he can't pass through. Have you ever gone to a bank and you pass through the back door? You can't. It's their staffs that, special staffs that pass through that door. Hallelujah. Because there are less security there. God saying, don't allow the devil to pass through that back door because he doesn't have your access there. As long as it is the front door, there is a, there are enough resistance for him, which is faith. Say, fear not. Don't open the door to him by fear. Anytime you get afraid, you open the door, you allow the devil access. Job said, the evil I fear. The evil I fear has what? Has befallen me. That means by opening, by, by being afraid, you open the door to the devil. He said, fear not. Look at verse 16. Let's look at what verse 16 says. I mean, verse, uh, verse 13, quickly. Verse 13. Verse 13. He said, if I, the Lord thy God, will, will do what? We hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, fear not, I will help thee. I will help you. You are in trouble, I will help you. You are in confusion, I will help you. You are in pain, I will help you. All you need to do is what? Fear not. For I, the Lord, 
he told Abraham, he said, I, he looked for what to swear. He said, he can't find anything to swear. He said, I swear by myself. I, the Lord, I will help you. I will not send anybody. Where to send somebody from Moses? Moses said, I am not going to go anywhere unless you go with me. So he said, I will go with you. But now he's, he's not even telling you I'm somebody. He said, I will be the one to help. You know why? Because we have better covenant than that which Moses has. Hello. We have what? A better covenant. We have a better working relationship. A, wo- a better working condition than that which Moses had. Why, why can't you believe him? Why can't you believe him? Hallelujah. First, uh, Second Corinthians. We'll be running off from there quickly. Second Corinthians, verse f- chapter four, eight to nine, quickly. Second Corinthians four. It says, "We are troubled on every side, yet what happens? Not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair." Next one, verse nine. It says, "Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed." You know why? You know why that happens? Because he's there. The only thing he requires you to do is fear not. That's, that's only, the only thing you have as a job. The only part that you have to play is to do what? Fear not. Nothing else. Just say, God, we are in it together. Lord, we are in it together. Even if you can't control, you can't control the guy, say, God, in this matter, we are in it together. Unless you can crash. Unless you can die. Because the Bible says, I am hid in Christ, and Christ is hid in God. So, for you to die, you, God must die first. Is it possible? No, sir, it's not. It's not. But when you fear, you jump out of the safety box. That's what you do. When you are afraid, you jump out of the safety box. And what happens when you jump out of the safety box? Anything can take place. But as long as you are confident, he said, I am hidden in Christ and Christ in God. That's your safety box. Hallelujah. Look at verse 16. 16 to 18. He says, For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Which is the most important. The reason why it's being renewed day by day is because of the word of God that is constantly, you know, you're, you're, you're meditating upon it. Your confidence. Nobody has ever achieved that in your family. You are going to be the first. You know why? Because the word of God has says it. He said, you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. That means they took you out of among others. So what happened to them cannot happen to you. What they failed in, you cannot fail in it. Because you are a chosen generation. You are not like every other person. Even if you are all, you are the same DNA. It doesn't matter. You have a new DNA, which is Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. The Bible says, he is the first, first begotten. First begotten from the dead. That means you, after he, him, you came. 
There's only two people involved here. Christ and you. No other person. Hello? Who? How many people? It's just two. He's the first. I am the second. God does not see any other person. It's just you and him. You don't believe it. It is just you. You and God. He's the first. You are the second. God doesn't have grandchildren. You only have children. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's look at verse yes, 17 quickly. He said, for our light affliction, which Papa always tells us. Our light affliction. And remember, Papa said, when you looked at Paul's light affliction, he suffered shipwreck. They stoned him almost to death. They beat him. They caned him. They, they, they prisoned him. That is what he calls what? Light affliction. Have you gone through that? That means you never, you, are, you never even start an affliction. <laughs> he said, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. That means this exam will always bring promotion. Now, whenever a man is going through an exam, can you compare the exam to the reward? You don't get it. You're going through exam. They want to promote you in the office. They give you exam. Can you compare the exam to what you are about to collect? That's why he says it's, it's just a light affliction. Because after it comes what? Comes great. You, when you become the MD, you will remember the test you, you went through to become the... No, you won't. You just... I mean, by the time they give you official car, official house, official house help, official gardener, official... Beloved, you won't remember you went through exam to get to that position. That's what the Bible is saying. It says your light affliction, that test you're about to do, is nothing compared to where God is taking you to. Verse quickly, verse 18. He says, Why we look not on at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are what? Temporal. But the things which are not seen are eternal. Hold on to the things that are not seen because they have the, they have the capacity to take you to, to, I mean, to a far place. You know why people, you know, people with dream don't die? Because the dream keeps you alive. If you have a dream, it keeps you alive. But once you achieve, you know, you know have you ever seen people that uh, retire? Maybe civil servant. Imagine they retire and they are not doing anything. You just hear they are dead. Have you heard that? They retire from office and they go to the village. The next thing you hear is dead. But those that retired and start doing one small thing, you know, small business, you find every day you see them. You know, they, they are stronger. Some of us have old mothers and in the village they will still be going to farm. And you say, Mama, come to the city, come and stay holiday. He comes and stay one week, two. He says, I don't know how I'm feeling. I want to go back. You know why? Because dreams keeps you alive. Passions keep you strong. If you don't have dreams, you don't have passion, you die quickly. So hold on. Hold on to God. Hold on to what? God uses the gospel to strengthen us. He uses his words. And that's why it's important that we, we take more time to study his word, to meditate in it, to chew what he says, to remind ourselves what the Bible says concerning you. Many of us were much more interested in reminding ourselves what they are, our, the, 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 our enemies are threatening us about. What, what you don't have, what you can't achieve, what you tried and you couldn't achieve. 
how your parent is this or that. You've forgotten to, you know, you don't remind yourself how God has promises. I mean, how God's promises that he's going to bless you. He's going to take you to places. And that's the only thing that keeps you alive. That's the only thing that energizes you. But instead of holding to that which energizes us, we hold on to that which weakens us. And that's why we don't, go, we don't have the capacity to go beyond certain level. Because you're feeding yourself with doubt and fear. But when you feed yourself with positivity, with courage, with, with capacity, you find that, that before you know it, you've gone through that process and you didn't even remember it. Hallelujah. Somebody asked a man of God, I said, don't you ever have trouble? He said, maybe they came and I didn't notice it was trouble. Because every situation, every opportunity is another opportunity to do what? To excel and go to the next level. Beloved, God says, I will not leave you nor forsake you. Bow down your head and talk to God. Talk to God. Ask him to give you that courage to trust him. The confidence to hold on to his word. The confidence to hold on to his word. And not faint. Because that's all it takes to triumph over Satan. Hallelujah. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30 p.m. and Sundays 8.30 a.m. at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Konoyo Gas Station, Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria, or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries, or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.